Hi, my name is Joe Jackson. I'm an interviewer, journalist, and broadcaster. And for the first decade of this century, I did for the Irish radio station RT Radio 1 a music series titled Under the Influence. Sadly, that title was subsequently used for a similar MTV show. So now, after revisiting the master tapes of those old interviews, I've decided to turn the best into a podcast series called The Music That Made Me. I may even add the subtitle, Made Me Want to Make Music. Either way, what follows is one of those shows, minus music, which for copyright reasons I can't include. Some of the full shows and many of my other radio programs are available on Mixcloud.com. And if you want to read any articles that arose out of these interviews, you can check out JoeJacksonInterviewer.com. Enjoy the show. Paddy Maloney, it's time to talk. Well, time to really talk. Time to focus on you. Back to original influences would be the wind-up gramophone, 78s, pretending to be ill at home so you could listen to those cracked records. Absolutely. You know, any sniffle at all. And could I stay in bed, bed mummy, you know? And uh, half an hour later, of course, I'd be down and take out the old wind-up gramophone in the 78s and uh, the cracks in some of the records, you know. I mean, I even remember some of the... The Glenside Cayley Band, was it? And you push it on, you know, or replace the needle or whatever. But um, So is that yeah. why the Chieftain's music is so repetitive? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's not, you're not going to any more concerts. <laughs> OK, but, the, but that, that music, all, that really hooked you way at the beginning, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, there was... I had, I had a great collection, like there was John McCormick, everything thrown in there for good measure, you know. But um, it was always traditional music, and as the lads were saying, they grew up listening to it. My grandfather was a flute player, and there was always melodians in the house, and, and the source of entertainment at the weekends was, uh, if they didn't have sort of musicians, I wasn't up to playing for sets, the set dancing at the time. They put on the old 78s and that, you know, it was great. But down to, down to the country, down to County Leash, and to Ballyfin, the Sleed Blue Mountains then, you know, the People are just ramblers, they call them. They just came and knock on the door and God save all here and sit down and be a, a sort of a, a powwow and a chat and all that sort of thing. And after the tea and cake and um, melodian to come down off the dresser and the flute would come out and, and a bit of music. And then the, and, no, there was none of that. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no, 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 he was, he played, yeah. he was going for yeah. the pure note. No, honest to God, it wasn't. No, they weren't into that. There was no putching in? Nothing at all down there. Well, now, we believe that. There people phoning in from Ballyfin. That's not how I remember it. But your grandfather was a huge influence. I mean, his playing himself. Yeah, and my uncles liked it with the Ballyfin pipe band, and I used to go with a mascot and all that sort of thing with them. But, um, Sitting on top always, of the drum. Yeah, I sat up on the big drum <laughs> in the middle of the square. I did, yeah. And, uh, and a cap he still does. They <laughs> put down and they throw money and they collect money from for the band, you know, for the funds Pennies. for the band. Uh, oh, sixpences and nine. <laughs> I, know, I know that's how he pays all the superstars who do your collaboration <laughs> albums. A cap and a few pennies and go home, lads. Or tea and scones, is it? <laughs> Just like the old days. If he does pay them. No, they pay me to get on my records. <laughs> OK. Yeah, but didn't you? Did you actually? And going back to oh. uh, to to uh, I'm not to mention the collaboration albums. Right. The uh, to, didn't you? Um, one of your grandfather's tunes. Your grandfather had played. You gave to a reader for Playboy at the Western World, wasn't that? Yeah, there was a few tunes like that. Worked. It worked both ways. Like with Sean, um, you know, there's some whatever I got from his ideas and and the brilliance that he had, and like he's quite a genius doing things and that. But 
like uh, there was chieftains happening like in the late 50s there was groups like with Barney McKenna and, and this is all pre-Oreda times and and uh, singing with songs and he even had a guitar player I can't remember his name Brendan somebody uh, but that all was happening but Oreda, it was a build up to you know and then I met Sean and, and um, uh, I was introduced to him and used to meet up on Monday nights and uh, at the Abbey Theatre Right. Over in the Trinity Bar. Okay. <laughs> and, and you still weren't drinking. No, yeah. No. We I still believe in that drinking. one. No, okay. No, no. Ordering tea, but but is that is that a, sorry, the aspect of uh O'Reilly's <laughs> influence on you. I mean, you seem to want to say the chieftains were there before him. I mean, do you not want oh, to make yeah. the direct kind of say Absolutely we got a not. lot from O'Reilly? There was a band, there was things going on in the fifties, early fifties, mid fifties. Uh Perhaps, you know, things that would have come from Sean would have rubbed off, of course, in, in, in what would have been the Chieftains eventually. But it Which worked both ways. Say. It worked both ways. Like we, like Sonny Brogan and John Kelly and uh, and myself, we contributed. Like if the, the team tune was, he hadn't, he hadn't, didn't, he hadn't. That was something I came up with. And unfortunately, got it wrong. The second part belonged to another tune, but it stuck. You know right. what I mean? There was okay. nobody questioned it in those days. But there was there was no such um, thing. In those days, there was plenty of room for you know, two bands going, you know. There All wasn't right. that much going on, you know. But do you agree with Derek where, when Derek said that idea of the classical influence on the Chieftains has been overrated or overplayed or exaggerated? Mm. Yeah, when Derek uh, came as a special guest in 72, that's when the, the, the harmony sort of line came in with the harp. But... Who's to say there wasn't chieftains uh, with the same kind of combinations going back a few hundred years because they did come together and there is reference to it. There could have been a little chieftain buzzing around there with harp and flutes and pipes and that, you know. I don't know. It's hard well, to say. Well, the harpsichord must have played some harmonies too. Right. And anything yeah. else that was there for the I don't think the harpsichord years. Yeah, would have entered into um, into traditional playing though, like with the flute players. And Might not have been allowed players, to. Players, you know. It wasn't the harp did either, you know. Never well, that's right. It didn't music. Okay, but okay. the harp did did in fact. I mean, well, if you listen to some of the tunes, like, yeah, it was a total break yeah. off there, in, mm. maybe in the mid the dance 19th, tunes, 19th yeah. century. Yeah. Well, there was a famous party in the time of of Arthur O'Neill, the harper, where forty traditional musicians. Gate crashed up the stairs in this house and had an almighty session for an yeah, evening. Yeah. And what was that? Mm, the mm, what the seventeen mm. hundreds? That was yeah. the first chieftain's party. That's probably, probably what it yeah. was. Yeah. Probably. And you've been trying to recreate that ever since. Well, there you are. On, on but album. I think it's it's all by chance that it all happened. Yeah, Derek right. came in seventy two and. And as he said, he was never asked to join. He was never asked to leave. So he's still here with till, me. Till this point. <laughs> till this point. Till this interview. If I was to play an original piece of music for you, Taruchu you would be. Mm. What would it be? Something from uh, what, the RT vaults or something of uh, of influence. Yeah, that would have been. Um, yeah, I used to listen a lot to Steam Radio the and the and the. I'll just be down you to shut up now. They used to do a lovely uh, version of Bridget Cruz. I don't know who arranged it. One of the Potter or somebody like that may have arranged it. Or it was a it was a lovely version of Bridget Cruz, one of the harp tunes. All right. Okay. So. Back to memory. We will play that. I'll try to find that out. But give me a second right. option in case I can't. Something yeah, else? Um, you know, Matt was talking about and Sean about uh, yeah. you know, the old 78s and fiddlers. And, I used to listen to um, Peter Flynn was a next door neighbour of mine, Donny Carney, and he had a tremendous collection. But he had a great version of Patsy Tui playing on Cool and, uh, in, in America, you know, and it was a brilliant uh, version of the tune that I've... Uh, and I still sometimes use that version, the high B... You know, on the high note, you know, instead of sit it down. He used to do. 
which is beautiful. It added a completely right. new dimension, new colour to the tune, you know. All right. So if I could play it. would be great, yeah. Or the King of the Pipers LP. <coughs> or Leo, of course. Leo is, was... Uh, it was Leo's son that I heard playing first. Well, I used to listen to Leo, you know, on the uh, his quartet, Leo Wilson quartet on a Saturday night, which is just brilliant. And to get into it, I had one opportunity. I, I got in. I had one program that I played. Uh, but I, you know, I admired that quartet so much. Um, and then eventually, uh, I, you know, he only lived up the road from me in Donny Kearney. Uh, so I got a bag Bellis Enchanter for five pounds, which is more than a week's yeah. wages at the time. What would it cost now? <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, uh, and um, and off I went then on the pipes. Yeah. Okay. Hi, Joe Jackson here again. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Joe Jackson Interviews podcast. More can be heard, as I said, at joejacksoninterviewer.com.